Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. America faces a choice. This is Battleground America. Here's Tara Servatius. Welcome to this week's edition of the Insane Things Podcast. What a crazy week it was, especially around immigration. The week literally opened with Democrats screaming bloody murder over the fact that Texas Governor Abbott has shipped 85,000 of Joe Biden's illegals to blue areas. They're outraged. Some even calling it a human rights abuse. But they're not angry that Joe Biden has shipped, at taxpayer expense, 700,000 illegal immigrants since October into the interior. The position of Democrat mayors and governors from New Jersey to Chicago to New York seems to be that they should just stay in Texas and leave them the heck alone. In desperation, Democrat mayors in Chicago and New York have now banned drop-offs by Abbott's buses anytime except 8.30 a.m. to noon and only in one specific location. It's gotten so bad in Chicago, the mayor has actually impounded some buses. And in New York, the liberal Democrat mayor, who, by the way, says he loves illegals. He just doesn't want them near him. The New York mayor has now sued 17 bus companies, charter bus companies, for $700 million, saying they didn't provide any funds to pay for the illegals that they subsequently dropped off in New York. Well, to get around the bans, Abbott has been randomly dumping illegals in suburbs and states around New York. That had the governor of New Jersey freaking out. Now, this is a guy who actually campaigned against Donald Trump by saying he was intolerant and declaring that New Jersey should be a sanctuary state. It should welcome all illegals. But when Abbott's buses showed up in New Jersey, yeah, the governor sent the New Jersey transit cops to wait for them uh, and to show them how to get on the train to New York. Here's what the New York Post wrote. Multiple Garden State sources described the scene as hectic over the last few days as nearly two dozen migrant buses rolled into train stations with chaperones, i.e. New Jersey transit cops, taking over and serving as guides to get nearly a thousand asylum seekers across the river to New York. Meanwhile, we set an all new record, all time record for illegals in a single month. 302,000 in the month of December. December is normally a slow month for illegal immigration. So it shows the staggering rate. 
By the way, we also shattered records last month and the month before. So at 302000 a month, you know, you're talking roughly $3.6 million will come next year. All is Joe Biden and Alejandro Mayorkas pretend this is happening because the Republicans won't give them more money. But honestly, at this point, the border guard has become such a threat to national security. The best thing to do would be to disband them so they can't put any more illegals on planes, trains and in buses. But the whole thing's just become one big game. While the Democrats lambast Governor Abbott for the 85000 they say nothing about the most absurd story of the week. And that had to be this NBC News headline. I can't believe NBC actually reported it straight up or that the Biden administration's doing it. Here's the headline. Biden administration asked Supreme Court to allow Border Patrol to cut or move razor wire at Texas border. That's right. They've literally filed an emergency case to remove the barriers between them and their future voters or the people they at least think will be their future voters all while arguing it's somehow grave Abbott's fault that these illegals end up in blue areas. It's completely bizarre. Texas State Attorney General Ken Paxton, who's fighting Biden court, laid out how bad it actually is. With the Biden administration, the Border Patrol, even invading private land owned by Texans to rip down their walls, cut through their fences to allow illegals to cross, yes, on private land. The Border Patrol has become more of a terror organization in Texas than anything else, especially if you're a landowner. They're cutting down our fences. They're cutting down our wire. We sued them over that. I mean, they won't even let us, like, put up fences. They, 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 they damage our property. They come on at our property. And then, of course, this, this threat of a lawsuit because we merely want to protect our own citizens from the crime and the cost of illegal immigration. And instead, we've got the Biden administration, as I said, aiding and abetting the cartels, encouraging the cartels to make billions of dollars and to bring as many people here as as fast as possible and as soon as possible. That's what the Biden administration is doing. They're not just not doing their job. They're actually encouraging the opposite. Which leads us to insane thing number three, which is that it sure looks like Joe Biden and the Department of Homeland Security are deliberately helping Chairman Xi, the dictator of China, move his army, or at least part of it, onto U.S. soil. There's no other way to describe this. A new report reveals the Biden administration drastically watered down the vetting process specifically for Chinese nationals who illegally crossed our border. According to an April 2023 email obtained by the Daily Caller, CBP agents were told to drop the number of interview questions from 40 to 5 Now, here's why that's significant. When they asked him 40 questions, what that meant was there were follow-up questions after each question. So an illegal Chinese immigrant would be questioned anywhere between a half a day to many days, just one of them, under the Trump administration, the Daily Caller reports, and 100% were sent back on planes to China. That's why there really weren't a lot of Chinese illegal immigrants at the border. But the email change that in a shocking way. It said agents could only ask five questions and that they had to accept the answers that the Chinese military-aged men, that's what's coming over now, gave them without question. They couldn't do follow-up questions. But the devastating part 
was that they are no longer to be sent back as they were in the past, but released into the interior. And the Border Patrol website shows the shocking results of that. In January, an illegal uh, Chinese immigration was already picking up then. You had a thousand people turn themselves in at the border. But by April, after this memo went out, it had jumped to 4,000. Today, we're at 5,000 a month. That alarmed former National Director of Intelligence, John Ratcliffe, who's also a former federal prosecutor and Congress member. Why? Because the number of men here, it's a small army. 35,000 since January. That's right, between January and October. Just like everything else Joe Biden has, has, has done at the border is he's failed to confront national security threats. Terror watch list suspects went up by 7,000 percent. And as a result of the email that you just talked about, the number of Chinese nationals crossing illegally at the U.S.-Mexico border went up by 1,000 percent this past year. That's right. That 1,000 percent increase is over last year. It quadrupled between January and April. Unbelievable. But it's who's coming that's really scary. I'll let John Ratcliffe tell you. Take just last month, Judge, 5,000 came through just last month alone. Of that number, Judge, the concern is that 85% of those were single men, military-aged men. And, you know, the intelligence communities are now at, at a point where we're, we're not really even concerned about whether, you know, some significant percentage of that are here under PLA or PRC orders It's just a question of how many. Are we talking about thousands? And it poses a a tremendous national security concern. Clearly. But I mean, would they ever really actually do anything that threaten our national security? Oh, heck yeah. Remember, 2023 was the year we discovered an illegal Chinese bioweapons lab in Fresno, California. Code inspectors found it. And remember this, too. It was run by an illegal immigrant from China. And you know what month we found it? March. What month did we put this memo out again? Telling them to just start letting them in, don't deport them, don't ask questions. Oh, that was March. What if that's a coincidence? Or, I look, I guess we're just cool with, hey, come on our soil and go ahead, launch your own illegal Chinese bioweapons lab. We're good. I don't know, folks. But when I hear things like this, I wish the American people could actually know what's going on in their country. I wish the mainstream media would tell them this stuff. Most people probably wouldn't even believe it because they don't read the Daily Caller. They wouldn't click to see the email. But it's real. And the American people desperately need to know how much danger we are in every single day Joe Biden is president. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. And for insane thing number two, we've got a tie. Two things that show us where the culture is going. This week, Claudine Gay was finally ushered out the door at Harvard. What makes that so insane is that it wasn't for her out-of-control anti-Semitism. It wasn't because more than a dozen times before Congress under oath, she was asked to do the one thing that would have saved her job, condemn genocide against Jews. Yet she wouldn't do it. The Board of Trustees further slapped Jews across the country, across the face, by saying they fully supported her when she came under attack for being an open anti-Semite. Now, the insane thing was that it took an open revolt by the biggest donors of Harvard to get them to push her out the door on a technicality. She should have been fired. They let her resign. What are we watching here, folks? This really is incredible. What we're watching is a debate inside the left, inside the Democrat Party, over whether to normalize anti-Semitism on the left. But this is one big blue-on-blue brawl over this. And you know how it goes with them. You start with normalize, and then what? We go right to celebrate. So far this week, the left-eye anti-Semites are losing, but only barely. If it weren't for the efforts of Elise Stefanik and billionaire Bill Ackerman, who's led other donors at Harvard to revolt and threaten to pull out tens of millions of dollars, she'd still be serving. Folks, if you know your history, this is a terrifying state of affairs. When anti-Semitism is normalized in a country, what happens quickly after that is violence against Jewish people. You get a very fascist overtone to your society. Hundreds of years of history Everywhere from Germany to Poland to Belarus to Ukraine to Russia shows us that. The history books are literally littered with pogroms against Jews. And in many of them, tens of thousands die. But it's what happens to a society after where the left is trying to take us right now with anti-Semitism that should concern people even more. They always go after Christians next and other marginalized groups with just as much violent fervor. Anti-Semitism, like the kind the left is trying to normalize right now, is literally a symptom of a bigger disease, fascism. Just like the kind the left brought to Nazi Germany when they called themselves the German Socialist Workers' Party. The New York Times later had to change it to Nazi so that you would forget the socialist part. Well, the left is at it again, and they have changed little since they ran Nazi Germany. 
If anti-Semitism is allowed to be normalized, trust me, they'll come for us next. The good news is that after pushing Claudine Gay out, and look, folks, this anti-Semitism is so entrenched on the left right now uh, that they couldn't even use her actual anti-Semitism to do it. They had to use the plagiarism and allow her to resign. That's how entrenched anti-Semitism is now on the left. Billionaire uh, Bill Ackerman, who played a huge role in getting her pushed out, said he's now turning his sights to MIT. He's already managed to push out the head of University of Pennsylvania, who was the other woman to refuse to condemn Jewish genocide before Congress. So he's gotten two of them. We got one more to go. The leader of MIT. This cannot be allowed to stand. But it wasn't the only cultural indicator this week of where the left is heading. Because this week, we had another mass shooting. Another mass shooting by a transgender kid. More specifically, a self-described LGBTQ activist whose final posts on social media, because he killed himself, describe himself as gender fluid. In fact, one of his final posts was, love your transgender kids. That makes this the sixth shooting by a transgender individual, mass shooting by a transgender individual in less than three years. Folks, they're beginning to pick up guns and kill. That is a massive number given the relatively small number of transgender kids that we have in this country. But you can see why you do it because of the fawning coverage the previous ones have received. Never forget that when transgender shooter Audrey Hale went to that Christian school and killed all those people, Hale was practically celebrated. Liberal protesters in an insurrection broke into not one, but two legislatures. Remember holding up five fingers? Remember what that was? That meant there were five victims and Hale, the murderer, was one of them. It was a sign that the left was fully behind Hale. If you're a disturbed young man who thinks you're transgender, that's exactly why you'd pick up a gun. For the White House and Joe Biden's administration itself to celebrate a transgender day of vengeance after the Audrey Hale shooting in Nashville was abhorrent. But if you follow that kind of thing, you also know it's the fastest way. But ironically, it probably won't be for Dylan Butler. Because the shooting was almost immediately dropped, given he's transgender, and the vast majority of the coverage outside of our media didn't mention his posts at all on social media. So I think most of America probably won't even know that he was gender fluid and felt parents should do a better job loving their trans children. But we all know, had he been a Trump supporter, this would have gone very differently. Don't expect to still be hearing about it by Sunday. And insane thing number one, what else could it be? Jeffrey Epstein. The documents. To me, it's insane that they're even getting this amount of attention because they're not the real documents. Oh, don't get me wrong. They contain bombshells like that Jeffrey Epstein said Bill Clinton liked him young or that the prince of England allegedly had an orgy, as did scientist Stephen Hawking. And with underage girls oh and that bill clinton supposedly went into vanity fair and told them not to write a negative article about his friend jeffrey and epstein again none of this provable but you know interesting 
But also, not really that big of a deal. See, these aren't the real Epstein documents. I think the public thinks that's what they're getting. Now, this is just some testimony from a 2016 defamation case. In fact, these documents have been released before. They were just more heavily redacted. So why the big deal that's being made of this? Why are they coming out now? I'm convinced it's to distract and confuse the public from something else that was going on around Epstein. Specifically, Senator Marsha Blackburn and Senators Ted Cruz just wouldn't shut up. And they'd begun to do interviews and to talk extensively about how the real Epstein documents, the flight logs, the videos, the evidence, are actually in the possession of the Department of Justice, the FBI, and the lawyers, where they're criminal evidence, they're subpoenaable. See, the problem is that Senator Marsha Blackburn who's a real advocate for women who've been human trafficked, began to have a stream of of Epstein victims run through her office. She was appalled by their stories, the crimes, the men who'd done them, but even more appalled to learn that the Department of Justice and FBI still have a lot of this evidence. And yet they buried it. They never prosecuted any of the Johns. In an effort to get this evidence from the numerous sources that possess it, Senator Blackburn filed requests with the Senate to use Senate subpoena power to get the documents and was immediately mass blocked by Democrat senators, specifically Dick Durbin. Blackburn and Ted Cruz wouldn't shut up about it. But I think what I'm about to play for you is the real problem. See, Christopher Wray, head of the FBI, has all of this. And Marsha Blackburn won't shut up about it. In fact, she grilled Ray, who really is the head crook in charge at the FBI, grilled Ray um, before Christmas about why he won't at least investigate why it is that the FBI has never prosecuted these pedophiles, these high-profile Johns. See, they needed a distraction. They needed the public to think It's getting the real documents so they won't look at where the real documents actually are. Because, see, the problem is if the public were to get the real documents, particularly the private flight records, they'd immediately want to know why no one was prosecuted since the FBI and DOJ have had possession of these documents for years. See the problem there? So what do you do? Well, the Democrats control the courts just like they control the FBI, the CIA, the DOJ. And they said, oh, my gosh, we need a Epstein distraction. And so guess what? Voila. Judge says, hey, we'll release these old documents. Nothing much here anyway. Maybe this will satiate the public. Here's the exchange between Republican Senator Marsha Blackburn and the crook who heads the FBI, Christopher Wray, where she just won't let it go. She just won't stop pointing out that the FBI will not prosecute the pedophiles, the powerful Johns that Epstein was serving. It's stunning when you realize they could have. Listen to Ray, by the way, brush her off here. But what we need from you is a complete investigation of why the FBI did not take this up and then getting to the bottom of what is appearing to be an enormous 
sex trafficking ring and listening to these survivors. You know, and as I said, I've tried to get the uh, a subpoena on the flight logs, which I think is important to this. I, I think people need to know who were on, who was on those planes and how often they were on those planes. I think people who invest in companies would want to know if there are people from their C-suite. And as we go through this, should those logs be made public? They've been heavily redacted. Well, as I said, it's been a while since I looked at the specific case. Uh, I can tell you that we've been increasing year over year both the number of agents focused on these kinds of cases, the number of well, victims we we've rescued. And, then, yes. and, I'm, and so on to this specific case, uh, let me uh, offer to have my – let me get with my team and figure out if there's more information we can provide to That would be great. Yeah. We have never, even through the Jelaine Maxwell trial, we never got to the bottom of this. And we have these survivors who say, oh, there is so much more. They swept it under the rug, and that is wrong. And you need to right that wrong. Now do you see why they needed to feed the public some Epstein meat? Some very low-grade papers that don't actually indicate somebody should go to prison, not enough proof, so the public would feel satiated and not look for more. Maybe even the low-information types would think they'd seen the Epstein documents, so this will all go away. Yeah, that's exactly why they released this. Battleground America with Tara Servatius. Please subscribe on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Share with friends, family, and other free thinkers. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.